Shirin Kesher Chanan for Yud Ches Adar. We're beginning some Ayin Gimel, which we'll discuss the way in which a Yid is allowed to give a Goy before Shabbos work to do, and even if it may include Shabbos, providing that the five conditions are in place, as well as in which cases and how one is allowed to give a Goy Kalim to rent it out to him or to lend him. Also, Lanech La'akum, the Shiyas of Lachas Shabbos is prohibited for a Yid to give a Goy work to do for him on his behalf on Shabbos. Usbachu al Pasuk, and they found a smartphone from the Pasuk, a support from the Pasuk. It says, Vachal Malacha Lo Asa, any work should not be done. With the mashma, this hints to us that I feel like even if it's not done by you, not you shouldn't do malachah. It should not be done for you by others. Now, even though there's no slichas l'akum, so how could be doing on your behalf? But the other brings that there is the slichas l'akum l'chumra, as well as it looks like he's doing it for you. And we're afraid if so, then a yid is going to be mizazel and shabbos and ask him to do it for malachah. Maybe do it himself. Now, the imoyis l'akum is a malachah better shabbos. If he gives the guy the work to do on Friday, he doesn't give it to him on shabbos and tell him to do this. Even if the guy will do it on Shabbos, motor is motor. However, providing only with these next five conditions in place. The first one of the conditions, Aleph. He has to take the chayfets, the thing that he's going to be doing the malacha with, whether it's the clothes to wash or whatever else he's taking or that he's going to be working with. He has to take it out of your house before Shabbos. He should not take it on Shabbos himself. He's never brings this place to be lenient if the grace of Seder that he could take it on Shabbos by night. The second tonight that needs to be in place for in order for him to be able to do malacha for you on Shabbos, if you gave it to me for Shabbos, is you have to define exactly the payment you're going to be giving him. And the is more lenient. The Altar says, if you even promised him to pay him, even if he didn't spell it exactly how much he's going to be paying him, if he defined and set a price. What you gain by this is that then when he, the guy works, he's really working for himself. He wants to get paid. Make his buck. This will only work if you're paying him by the job. So when he sits down to work, he says, oh, I'm working for myself. I want to get the money. That's why I'm doing it now so I get the money. But if he's hired for a specific amount of time, you're not allowed to allow him to do for you on Shabbos because if he's hired for the month, for example, the fact that he's going to do this work for you is not getting him more money. He's not really working for himself. The only one gaining from this malacha right now on Shabbos is the Yisrael. The Yid. If a guy is traveling to a different place, a distant place, he's only getting Shabbos. He's only getting Shabbos. And he gives him a letter to carry there, the postal doctor. You know that he's going to carry it also on Shabbos. You have to pay him in order he should be doing it for your payment and for for gain his own gain not for free on his end and just doing you a favor because then he's like your shliach like we said now the third tonight the price that was set should be for the job he should not be hired by the day okay we'll soon see why and, but the punchline is that if he's hired for the job, then that's what he's gaining for. If he's hired for the day, it mamish looks like, first of all, it's also an, an issue of schar Shabbos. He's getting paid for Shabbos itself, as opposed to if you don't care when he does it, he just has to finish the job. Allah Dalit, the fourth night, also the Kvayla Akum, Shiyasam, Machab Shabbos. Even if you did it all the way you're not allowed to tell him do it on Shabbos, and not only not allowed to tell him to do it on Shabbos, I feel him in a Kvayla Befeir Shiyasam Shabbos. Even if you're not telling him clearly do it on Shabbos. Elsu Kvayla is man, Shiyasam, Lacha Samach Lacha Shabbos. You're giving it to him Friday, as we'll soon see. And and you're telling him, I need it right after Shabbos. But you do, and you know that it's impossible to get the job done if you didn't work throughout Shabbos. You do, Kiyi, Shabbos, Yikimah, Samalacha, Ad Yemzeh, Imla Yasa, Gam Shabbos, it doesn't work on Shabbos. Gam can also, this is also as if you're spelling out and telling him, work on Shabbos. 
if the market date, the day of the market is on Shabbos, also losses the Nachim Mois by Shabbos. You're not to give it to him on Friday. She can lose the Davos. She do a certain amount. So the price of came Shabbos. Give him money. Please buy for me this and this item. And you know the only time he can buy it is on Shabbos. And you're sending him to do a blacha, even though it's the Rabbanon buying and selling. It's some yichtiv, but you're getting, you're having him a shliach for you. So it's lachim. The chain also leaked and lays the Davos. The Machar Binyan said, "You're not allowed to give me it to sell when you know he's going to have to sell it on Shabbos." That's the the market day. The ulam oifin zeh sheinu kavile befeish yasev Shabbos. What we just said that you're not allowed to uh, give him a job to do when you specify do it on Shabbos, and even if you didn't specify it, it's only possible to do it on Shabbos. That's only if you're giving it to him on Friday. But if you give it, to, gave it to him earlier on the week, that hold otherwise. But but the the says if you gave it to him. You gave it to him on Wednesday, Thursday. It's fine. You give him a, a, a job to do with certain uh, items of yours or to give him some money to buy or to sell. It's better not to live in a city where the market is on Shabbos. It's impossible not to get the Deaveira. However, if it's not in the place where the marketplace is not around the Eden, then you don't need to be choshish. Now, I'm not, I'm not getting into Amir Laakum right now. Amir Laakum is the Rabbanon, and if you say Bishinu, it's a Shvuz to Shvuz, which is Motel Tzarek Mitzvah, Al Tzarek Mitzvah, it's a whole separate subject. The fifth condition in order to give a Goy Amalacha before Shabbos, he should do it on Shabbos. Amir Laakum is on Shabbos. You have to ensure that the Malacha you're giving him on Friday to do on Shabbos should not be connected to the ground. For example, if you're going to bid me to build, you're not going to give a construction job, or a field to work in the field. If it is connected to a building, it's connected to the karka. Also, she has Akam Shabbos. Even if you told him before Shabbos and you gave him money earlier, you are not allowed to allow him to work on your something that Shimcha all of it's the first time that it's yours because it's a Kobra Lakarka. He's not allowed to do it on Shabbos. Even if he defined exactly how much he's paying for the whole project and he gave him everything. If a person is very pressed for time or whatever other his pressure is, ask how to go about It's even more than that. Not only is he not allowed to work with Mechobar Lakarka, he's not allowed to work with prepare bricks and prepare beams and other equipment that he's going to be using in your building, if it's known and people can recognize that this is Shaykh Tayyid, because that's also going to have a curl, and you're not allowed to do it in a public place, public domain. Also, she has a Shabbos, also to do it on Shabbos. The same deal is with the work in the field. You're going, for example, to plow or to harvest or to even if he hired him, all the job he's going to do for a specific amount, and like we said before, the other tonight is in place, he's not hired by the day, here you have a Yitzvah Naklav. If he's working, and he's taking a part of the Tzvu itself, which means he has a part in the crop itself, and and it's known that this these type of fields, that's the way people, they get part of the crop itself. If that's the meaning of that place, in that case, you could hire him for your field. And if a Yid doesn't live, it's, it's far away from where Yidin live, and there's no Yid that lives within it, 
from that place. You're allowed to even let a guy work in your field for a, a set amount. Providing that he's not getting paid by day, you're allowed to because then there's no code. It's not going to reach. No one's going to be chayshim on sign. Halacha In certain ways, if the guy built it in a way that was also for you, that means not that he you told him not to build on Shabbos, you paid him in the proper way and, and not by day, etc. And you did it. If you did it wrong, then comes. But it's better. It, the right thing is to be stringent and not to enter that house. Now, if someone has a field, like we said, or a rechaim, he's allowed to rent it out long term to a guy. Now, we're not talking about the previous case we were talking about is you hire a person to do a job for you in your field. So if he's taking part of the tour, that works. But now we're talking about the chalal renting him out the field. So you're allowed to give it to guy because people know that even if they see a guy working there, generally fields and rechaim and a mill. People know you rent it out to the person, and he sits and collects money from the people that want to grind their, their kernels of grain, etc. And it's the guy working for himself. Masha'inkin, as we'll see, a merchatz, a bathhouse, you're not allowed to rent it out to a guy because someone sees him sitting and collecting money by the entrance will assume, being that generally merchatzites weren't rented out such a way, so they would assume that you just hire this person to sit here and collect for you money, which is uh, for your business on Shabbos. Even if the guy doesn't want Shabbos, it's fine. Also, the hospital, you're not even allowed to rent it out to If the merchatz himself to begin with, doesn't, this bathhouse doesn't belong to you. You rented it from, a, from the product. And now you want him to make money from Shabbos, and how do you do that? There's a way it has to be by law. You're not going to collect my Shabbos. You're not going to reap benefits from his work on Shabbos if it's clearly from then, and we'll soon see the, the more details. And then he asked the Shabbos, Chacham, by how you should set up the partnership. It was a job. A person collected taxes, and he collected the items or goods, and he would take a, a cut for himself, to zoom on behalf of the government, or Pundok, he has an inn or Milbano that makes, uh, that makes bricks, or Beis Yitzika, they, they heat up glass, and they were rented from the government, and in which case you want him to work on chat, you want him, you want to make a partnership, and he's going to gain by renting it out on Shabbos as well, from you, talk to her off. One is not allowed under any circumstance to allow a guy to do malacha in your house, even for himself. He wants to do it for himself. The person has to rebuke him and not allow him to do it because again, people come by, they assume and they see as if he's doing it for you. The alternative holds, if he's doing for himself on his own, or even if he's doing it for you on his own, with his own kalim, that ain't self-limit as well. You don't have to rebuke. However, I will also enjoy from what he used and did on Shabbos Rather, because we're Chayshish, maybe you're going to tell him in the future, you'll ask him to do it for you. Allah test. Uman Akum, a craftsman, a guy. He sold a, a garment for a year. He brought it to you on Shabbos. Motor Lush, you're allowed to put it on. If you know that he completed this Lavush specifically on Shabbos, in the Lush, you should only use it if you're in dire need. You're not allowed to go. This is, he brought it to you. You're not allowed to go to his house and collect and take the clothing that you gave him to work on. Even if it's an Oman Yisrael, a Yidzik. Craft, which you know he definitely didn't work on Shabbos, still not let go take it from his house. Oh, yes, and I'll try to add that also you're not allowed to unless it's the Tzadik Hamayim, unless you need to wear this clothing on Yom. Uh, on Now, the Akum Sheinum. What happens if it's not a craftsman? Which means it's not 
custom made for you. The guy makes galore the amount of hats and shoes he makes to, to sell wholesale. In that case, he sells shoes the shoe store. You're allowed to come to the store if you know him. It should be in a clandestine way and take shoes from him and wear it on Shabbos. However, he's not allowed to decide together with him or discuss how much he's going to pay. You also have to be certain that it's not this didn't reach here from outside of Tchum Shabbos. Now, halacha yud. Now we're going to talk about renting out or lending, as we'll see. Kalim that you do amalacha, amalacha beraisa, for example, machresha, to plow a field. Kibaker says it's not, not necessarily as applied to the Rabbana. Now, also, lahaska lachem erasham, she's not allowed to rent it out to him on Friday, as we saw in Even though we were not commanded that we have to make sure our property and our vessels also rest, like the Shwiss's behemoth, which is true. But the Shwiss's kalim, we weren't mitzvah. Nikomakoim, why if so, is he not allowed to rent out a kli, his, his, let's say, his, his plow, or etc., his lawnmower? Kibon shunaito schar, viskir bisham, as being that. You're you're renting it on Shabbos and you're collecting um, payment for it on, uh, from Shabbos. It looks like being that you're benefiting as if he is your representative and he's doing this on your behalf. However, on Thursday, earlier on the week, as I mentioned earlier, you are allowed to rent it out to him. But this is specifically renting to him. If you're just lending it, and Mifra, the outside mentioned in Shulchan has to be something that people know that generally is lent, lent from one to another. It's not something that's always rented out. In that case, Muta, I feel better, is allowed to take it from you even on Friday because no one thinks he's doing your shlichas. You're doing him a favor. Uh, he's doing it for himself. Even Kaelin, that you do Malacha with it, if everybody knows that this is generally lent and not. Um, and not uh, rented, then it's fine. Provided he takes it from your house before Shabbos comes in. Now, even if he makes a deal with the guy, he says, listen, I'll lend you this, on, on, on condition that you'll lend me back, or they're down the pike of something else. So you would think it looks like schirus, and then it's as if he's renting it, not as if he's lending it, still, we don't consider it like renting it out. Also to, to rent out Kalim that one does not do is for example, you're renting him a blow up mattresses and pillows and blankets. You don't do Allah Hazam. It's not to be. So still, in such a case, you're allowed to do, you're allowed to rent it out to him even on Friday. Providing the good takes out of your house before Shabbos. Now, Allah Yudal. All these kalim that we mentioned that you're allowed to rent out to the guy, either kalim that do malachas da'iraisa, but you gave it to him on Thursday or earlier, or kalim that you're renting out to him, but you don't do a malacha sort of a shabbos like pills and blankets, and then you could even do it on Friday. Both of these cases, you are, this is only if when you collect the money for this rental, it's not for shabbos. On, in isolation, just for Shabbos. Rather, he doesn't. He rents it out to him for a month or for a week. This is my my uh, my my. Uh, this is my price per month, per week, etc. This is my price for every two days or three days. But in isolation, to say I'm charging you for Shabbos, also Luke does not let to take that amount. And even more than that, even if he rented he rented out his house to this person for a year. But in the calculation, he did stipulate that for he's considering them different days. He says, I'm charging this amount per day, and therefore for a year, that's how much it's going to come out. For every day, he'll give you this amount. Even though at the end of the day, he's going to pay for all the, the, the entire year in one swoop. He's going to pay one lump sum. Some, he, being that 
he could pull out and, and separate the days, and they know how much each day is worth. It's considered my Shams, and therefore also Lito is Shams, also the Sachar, my You're not allowed to take the Sachar of Shabbosis, which means you'll take six sevenths of what he pays, and the one seventh you give back to him. You're not allowed to take Sachar. Keep on Shabbosis, you're not allowed to take Being that the Cheshvan, the calculation was comprised of independent days. Now, this is called, this is called Sachar Shabbos, Shaloi Bahavlah. It's not swallowed in between other days. But also Lito Sachar Shabbos, Shaloi Bahavlah. You're not allowed to take the payment or collect rental for Shabbos when it's not swallowed between other days. I feel about even for Kalim that you don't, that you rent it out to them that you don't do any malacha sort of Shabbos like we said like pills and blankets etc. I feel about even for a house to live in the east is high Shabbos the east is to collect. From payment for Shabbos independently, who bein machum bein Yisrael, this applies. Say if you're renting something out to a guy, or even if a yid is renting an apartment for you, if it's clearly defined by days, then the same Yisrael applies as well.